The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Bupa, supporting the health of millions of Australians because life happens. Find out more at bupa.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday, the 8th of July. In your Squiz today, Melbourne locks down. Brazil's president confirms he has COVID-19. Australia changes its travel advice for China. And Jimmy from Gladstone's Lucky Escape. This is your Squeeze Today. As many people listening will be well aware, Claire, Premier Daniel Andrews yesterday announced that from midnight tonight, Metropolitan Melbourne and the Mitchell Shire to the north of the city would go back into Stage 3 lockdown restrictions for six weeks. That comes after Victoria recorded 191 new coronavirus cases yesterday, which is the third largest one-day rise for any part of the country since the pandemic began. It's lockdown, the sequel for 5.2 million Victorians as Mm. they head back into those restrictions from midnight tonight. The reason why that's been put back into place is that there are numbers of new cases coming through in that Melbourne region that are particularly alarming. Daniel Andrews says that those numbers will continue to stay high for some days. And particularly concerning is that there's a very high rate of community transmission uh, of the numbers that came through yesterday, none of those were returned travellers who were in hotel quarantine. They were all from the community. As of last night, there were 772 active cases in Victoria. Claire, for those of us who were hopeful stage three was a thing of the past, give us a refresh on what that means. What it means is that cafes, pubs and restaurants return to takeaway service only. You're not allowed to have any visitors uh, in your home. Public gatherings need to be restricted to two people outside of your family group. Uh, Also, when it comes to school, we'll see what happens uh, in the coming days. But certainly school holidays have been extended by one week for students, except for those senior high schoolers in years 11 and 12. When it comes, though, a little bit more broadly to the economy. Victoria accounts for about a quarter of our national economy and there's of course concern about what sort of ding this will put back in that state's economy. It's expected to be about a $6 billion hit there. And still on coronavirus news, Claire, overnight the President of Brazil, Jair Bolsonaro, has confirmed he has COVID-19. He's been very cavalier about coronavirus since the start of this pandemic. Uh, He hasn't taken it particularly seriously. Global health officials have consistently criticised him for that, and that's led to 1.6 million cases in Brazil and 65,500 deaths there. Brazil is second on the global tally for both of those scores. Uh, He says that he's feeling okay. Uh, He warned reporters that he was talking to not to get too close to him, uh, but he says that um, he is going to stay out and about. He's 65 years old, so in that age group most at risk. Last week, Claire, we talked about China's new security law, which threatens Hong Kong's autonomy and the freedoms of its people. Off the back of this, a number of big tech companies, so we're talking the likes of Facebook and Google, have announced they're pausing their sharing of users' data with Hong Kong police. Every now and then, authorities contact those big tech companies for information uh, on activities and on people, but they're now saying that given the change in the situation and Hong Kong's more close alignment with the Chinese government, it's something that they're not going to do anymore. 
And still on China, Australia's travel advice has changed. So we're essentially banned from going overseas anywhere uh, at the moment. You, you can only go overseas if you get a special exemption from the federal government. Because of COVID, yeah. That's right. But yesterday, the Department of Foreign Affairs uh, said that you especially shouldn't go to China. Uh, that's because it's up the warning saying that Australians may face arbitrary detention there. It's really quite a stunning warning given the situation that is simmering tensions between Australia and China at the moment. More than 13.2 million people have been displaced since an uprising against President Bashar al-Assad began in 2011 in Syria. 380,000 people have been killed. Claire, now a United Nations report has shone a light on just how tough things are for people there. Yeah, incredible, isn't it, to think that half of a country's population has uh, had to move or leave because Mm. of violence and fighting that has been ongoing for several years. Towards the end of last year and into early this year was a particularly nasty battle for the Idlib province. That fighting was between pro-government forces and jihadist opponents. Russia, of course, was lined up on the pro-government side. And what this United Nations report has said is that civilians there were exposed to uh, airstrikes, ground shelling, arrests, torture, all in contravention to the laws of war. Uh, It's a really nasty situation. Uh, with a ceasefire coming in place now, uh, civilians are now faced with coronavirus, economic hardship uh, and the ongoing issues with not being in their homes. Yeah, the report says that civilians there have endured unfathomable suffering. Over in the UK, and Johnny Depp Clare is in court. He's suing newspaper The Sun's publisher, news group newspapers, NGN, and its executive editor over an April 2018 article that referred to him as a wife beater. He has consistently denied any of Amber Heard's accusations that he hit her during their marriage. Uh, It's a particularly nasty divorce, that one, and he's not only taking the son to court, he's also suing uh, Amber Heard for libel in the US. And as you spoke about earlier, Claire, in the midst of plenty of talk about how new lockdowns in Victoria could delay our economic recovery, the RBA has announced interest rates are to stay at the record low of 0.25%, a figure that could be in place for quite some time. The Governor, Philip Lowe, there has said that he expects that record low rate of 0.25% to be in place for some years. That's, of course, because we're in the middle of the largest economic contraction since the 1930s and having low interest rates uh, may help to just smooth the wheels there and get economic activity happening. Uh, Also interesting to see yesterday that there's consumer spending data out from the Commonwealth Bank and from ANZ that shows that Of course, we're spending less on travel and we're spending less on going out and entertainment, but we're spending quite a bit more on groceries. It seems that we're continuing to eat our coronavirus feelings. (laughs) Well, it's not surprising given we're stuck inside. Oh, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Finally, tell us about Jimmy from Gladstone up in Queensland. What a legend. Oh, Jimmy. He was driving along at 100 kilometres an hour and he felt a snake start to grip his leg. And the more he put his foot on the brake, the more the snake started to grip him. And all of a sudden he saw this brown snake come up between his legs and start to strike him. Uh, he thought that he was bitten uh, and he killed the snake and put it in the back of his ute. And then he basically got back in the ute and hightailed it, starting to go at about 120k an hour to the hospital when he was pulled over by police and uh, Queensland police yesterday released the footage of the body cam from the police officer as he's pulled him over and it really is quite a story. It really is. The good news is he wasn't actually bitten. He was just in a bit of shock Um, and I just wonder whether he got out of that speeding fine or not. I think he did by the sounds of things. And it goes to um, our squeeze sayings this morning and the subject line, which is um, welcome to my nightmare. It's an Alice Cooper song. I just can't think of much worse than having a snake stuck in a, in the car with you trying to strike your leg. Yeah, it's a pretty genuine story, I think, by the looks of it. It's worth a look. I'll pop that link in your episode notes so you can check that one out. That's all from us today. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.